Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest shit to happen in running this week. This week's stories include the forgotten first finishers of the Western States 100 mile, Iron Man takes over Ultra Trail Australia, and Carl Meltzer takes shots at Pacers. Again. We begin this week with a banger. It appears there is more to the Western States 100 origin story than has been told to us. Although Gordy Ainsley was in fact the first on foot to complete the 100 mile journey from Squaw Valley to Auburn, along the now infamous Western States Trail under 24 hours, he was not the first to do so on foot in one go. In 1972, a group of 21 soldiers from the 6th Battalion of the 67th Air Defense Artillery Regiment of the 1st Infantry Division out of Fort Riley, Kansas, set off from Squaw Valley a day ahead of the Tevis Cup Horse Riders on a 100-mile journey towards Auburn. They were pioneers heading out into the unknown and arguably vastly unaware of all of the challenges they would face. Aided by Wendell Roby and his staff of the Tevis Cup, endurance ride with Jim Larimer as guide and pacer along the way, these men set out on the 1972 Western States 100-mile march. By the end of the second day, with all of the horse riders, including Gordy Ainsley, passing by them, a total of six men made it to Auburn, finishing in 44 hours, 54 minutes, and another coming in at 46.54. These forgotten first finishers were the first to cover the Western States 100 on foot in one go, and no doubt part of the inspiration for Gordy to give it a run two years later in 1974, where he became the first to run it under 24 hours. So as we gear up for this year's Western States 100, let's take a quick minute to recognize Larry M. Hall, Gregory Belgard, Michael Paduano, John Johansson, David Lenau, Kenneth Krusel, and Michael Savage. Also, kudos to Jerem Larimer, who split his time on horse and foot as their guide along the way. Thanks to Davy Crockett and Phil Lowry for uncovering and sharing this story with the community. I encourage you to go to crocketclan.org blog or click the link below to read the full riveting story. Summer is just around the corner and I can see this next challenge catching on as things heat up across the Northern Hemisphere. The 2018 Ice Cream Challenge organized by Joe and Julie Schmall of San Antonio, Texas. The challenge consisted of six total ice cream treats spread across a 10 mile run. Competitors first ate a Chipwich, then Klondike Bar, Drumstick, a Snickers, Popsicle, and finally a brutally timed pint of ice cream. The lap was run in between each treat resulting in a certain agony for some runners. First place went to Tom Broling in 1 hour 37 minutes, just a few ahead of Chris Russell in 140, and Stefan Anderslant third in 143. We can't help but notice that sweet have a shitty week shirt worn by race winner Tom. Comedian Michelle Wolf, most notable as of late for her appearance on the 2018 White House Correspondents' Dinner, is an avid runner who recently completed her first 50-mile ultra at the Salt Flats 50-mile in Utah. Michelle, if you ever want to run Havelina, just call me. I apologize for omitting the final results of the EMU 6-day in Hungary last week. Just slipped my mind. So, here we go. Mick Thwaites of Australia comes away with the win, racking up 837K, or 520 miles, setting a new national age group record. Second place was Dildare's Sessegolo of France with 802 kilometers. Rounding out third from the United States was Evo Magitic with 786 kilometers. On the women's side, Swedish runners nabbed the top two spots with Christina Paltin first with 721 kilometers, or 448 miles, and Lena Jensen second with 706K. 
Sumi Inagami of Japan was third with 699 kilometers. The next stop on the Ultra Trail World Tour made its way to the Ultra Trail Australia, where we saw Australian Brendan Davies win for the second time in 9 hours 18 minutes. His first win came back in 2013. Following up closely in second was Ben Duffers in 924, also Australian. In third was Harry Jones of the UK in 936. For the ladies, Kelly Emerson, who won the accompanying 50K last year, came in first in 1105. Runner up was Jessica Carroll, 1114. And third was Amy Lamprecht in 1215. All three podium spots went to the home country. In other UT Australia news, the event was sold to Ironman, as announced by race directors Tom and Alina on Facebook. They're staying on as race directors and vow that nothing with the event will change. But we'll have to see exactly what the impact will be. This is the first ultra running event owned by Ironman parent company Dalia Wanda of China. To wrap it up, UT Australia, you are an Ironman. In other ultra results, Casey Lichtai is making some moves on the recovery front with a win at the Silver State 50 Mile in Nevada in 808. She'll toe the line at Western States next month. On the men's side, Chris Weehan bested Jeff Browning with his 730 to 736 victory. Over in New Mexico, it was a close call in the Hemez Mountains 50 mile, with Christian Goering besting Darren Thomas by one minute, setting a new course record in 757. On the ladies' side, Katie Arnold came away with a big win in 953. We also have to give a shout out to Dave Mackey, who finished the 50K in 33rd place on his build up towards his summer Leadman attempt. Over to the Beast Coast now for a couple tough weekend 100 milers. First to Massanutten, where Matt Thompson won in 1907 with no one close by. For the ladies, it was again with the win, and no surprise here, Kathleen Cusick in 2427, which was her fourth win. Down in Georgia, the Cruel Jewel was won by Lee Connor in 3038 for the women, and by Andy Pearson for the men in 2419. Course features 106 miles with over 33,000 feet of elevation gain. So beastly. Joggler Zach Prescott just set a new world mile record of 443 of running while jogging. Running while juggling. That is apparently 0.6 seconds faster than the previous record set way back in 1986. Pete Kostelnik, who just completed in his first six day race at the three days at the fair. Wait, what? And accumulated a disappointing 400 plus miles, just announced on social media he will be following up last summer's record setting transcontinental run with another, but this time a little bit spicier. He will run unsupported over 5,000 miles from Alaska to Key West, Florida, leaving this August. He will attempt to finish the expedition in just 100 days' time, averaging 50 miles per day while pushing a jogging stroller and vowing to share the experience daily on his Instagram. Now to Maya Ray Ray for an update on the happenings in the Pacific Northwest. Thanks for that. Carl Meltzer took to Twitter to take his annual aim at Pacers in the US, firing off a comment that read, and I quote, Such a bummer to see faster runners using Pacers at Western states. Why in the US do we use Pacers and in Europe they don't? Carl loves to poke the fire on this one, but I ask you, Carl. Would you also like mandatory gear added to the list, including rain pants, space blankets, and two sets of headlamps? Gotta take the good with the bad, eh? We still have some stock of our Have a Shitty Week hats, shirts, or stickers in our online shop. We'll feature you in an upcoming show if you send us a pic or tag us on social media wearing the new gear. 
double points if you're sitting on an outhouse. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 94 of Outhouse News, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. If you'd like to directly support this show financially, consider becoming a Patreon supporter of this channel. Have a shitty week.